no matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. And Hello. we're back. <laughs> Another episode of the Stereo Bros Podcast. Oh. It's your boy, PL, aka Mr. Merch, aka StereoBrosShop.com. Available now. I'm sorry, www.stereobros.com forward slash shop. Available now. Lit, lit, lit. Hi, everyone. I've missed you. Yes, you've been gone too long. It's Hat Suit. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Hi, guys. It's Shazzy. And we're back here in Black Room Studios, recording unsocially distanced, but it's all good. We we out here and all that. You know what I mean? Appreciate y'all copping that merch, rocking with us and all that. Great mm-hmm. to have Steph back. You know, Yay. shout out to all our guests that filled in. Yes, um, you guys are tremendous. You know, Steph back. It's great to have you back. Missed you and all that. Yay. Um, I missed this whole thing. This was, this is and we out here, man. It's, it's <laughs> great to see you. I feel like I... like. I'm not the uh, miss you. I'm not the miss you kind of person, but yeah. I missed y'all. Yeah, I missed, I missed it's okay y'all. To sit in it's your okay, black man. Let your feelings. I drove past tight. your house like a, a couple times too. And you thought about me? You could have rang the bell. Nah, I mean, I ain't nowhere. I'm just in my house. <laughs> I want to intrude. And if I ring the bell, you ain't got food. Then it's like, damn, I'm hungry and I'm here. So now we got to order. It, it gets weird. It gets weird quickly. What if you come to my house and I not have food? You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm eating very well right. at That's true. Jazzy's house. First thing I thought time. of when you said that was the uh, the Cheetos. Buffalo. No, I'm thinking about Cheetos the Buffalo, Mac- oh, cauliflower. buffalo cauliflower. was different too. Which I keep missing. I mean, it's like I had it and then I've never been able to get my hands on it anymore. I got y'all. We, we can bring, can bring that there we back. Go. Please. There we go. Next you know, session. we all trying to be plant. We all got plant people. Although yeah. I saw, a, uh, you see Cheetos try to get like me and they put out one of those like craft. Cheetos really? mashups of uh, mac and cheese. Cheetos, y'all trash cheese. for that, B. We yeah, coming for y'all. Cease and desist, man. You heard? <laughs> <laughs> actually, no. Actually, we can't because they got like priority over the IP. So we can't. Oh, Look at I didn't you. even know that. School yeah. us. School us. Yeah, they got, they got senior rights. So we should probably just like coexist and not even try to try that. I didn't even know yeah, senior. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a lot going on right now. Summer's winding down. New York is on phase four. We almost fully outside with it. <laughs> Don't um, worry, we'll be back to phase one. Because <laughs> it's Miami. And all these mofos that want to keep having these backyard... Listen, you teachers, stop posting pictures at barbecues because I'm going to start dropping a dime on all y'all. <laughs> I want none of y'all talking about like it ain't fair. Stay your asses in the house and stop going to Miami. Stop going to Dykeman. Stop having 40, 50 people in your backyard and trying to teach my kid. I'm not with none of that. Yeah. I will drop the dime. I'm a citizen. I can do that. <laughs> try not you know it's just you try not to judge but everybody's picture mind you when i be out i don't have i take a picture i don't have my mask on but it just looks different when you look at other people like mm, look at these niggas out it's here without their masks on nasty it's true, like, it's true. It's listen true. It's a wise true. prophet it's from true. uh brownsville said it on the song um my mask on i ain't stupid nigga i ain't listening to that future nigga oh i mean he was talking about the concept of shooting somebody, yeah 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 but still we're just like Mofos is really out here 30, 40 deep at barbecues. Yeah. And 
Then talking about why are schools opening. You're like, but you're at a barbecue. <laughs> but you're at a, I don't understand. Like, make it make sense. Make it make sense. Uh, um, yeah, I definitely find myself like even thinking about myself. Like, there's a there's this new way of being in public spaces now mm-hmm. that I'm just like hyper aware of. Like, yeah. is my mask here? Like, it's mm-hmm. you know she don't have a mask on. What what's what's that about? And I this is what I didn't want for myself. Like, I honestly thought that. This was like three months tops. Tops. (laughs) You know, I had the wellness kit for three months. You know what I'm saying? I had the mindset for three months. I had geared up 90 days. I could do this did. You know, the shit got extended. (laughs) And I thought you was going home. I thought I was going home. You know what I'm saying? Here I am. And I feel like uh, I never wanted the hysteria. I never wanted any part of it because I didn't want it to shape how I like my sense of security because mm-hmm. everything is is up in the air right now mm-hmm. not even just related to covid but like everything mm-hmm. and so like i was like damn i'm so grounded i don't want to lose this mm-hmm. but now it's insane it's like i'm on the tra- i'm on like the train with my like extra mask yeah even going back on the train almost gave me a panic attack and I was like relax Mm -hmm. no like watching certain movies or situational things on TV I get like yeah I'm like like, I didn't want this to alter my shit though no I mean I I think it's unavoidable but I I think I hit a point maybe like two or three weeks ago where I was like ooh I'm about to crack I literally was like just this is not really gonna be able to go on like this so I had my little my little one day vacation. Oh, you stayed home? I no, I'm no. Well, no. well, I well actually. <laughs> <laughs> you stayed home? Okay, never good. Mind. No, 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 never mind. I just had a day over at a hotel okay. for a staycation. Okay, got you, got to kind of re like you know just a change of scenery. Really, yeah, that's absolutely. really what I needed. Yeah. was just a change of scenery. Yes. And I haven't ventured onto a plane yet, but that might actually happen before we go back underneath. Uh, all these yeah. restrictions in another two months. Yeah, it might happen. The we'll fall, see. the fall is feeling creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's sweater weather, which is one of the best. Ah, uh, the best. I, I the best. Say, fall, the best. Fall and spring is when you, when you see who get dressed, right? But yeah, for me, um, I do my little jogs and I don't jog with a mask on because it's hard to breathe with that shit on. That shit is, is dumb. I will never run with a mask. And on. And people will like be walking past me and like stop and put their mask on it. And I'd be like, motherfucker, that's not helping. Like I'm, I'm running past you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm doing a good paced mile right, right now. Right, like right. good. Um, and then I see the one thing I've liked about the pandemic is that I've been exposed to a lot less trash music. Right. Okay. I'm listening to like a lot of R and B. Like I discovered a couple of dope R and B singer Women and Marie's one that sings a lot of like heartbreak songs, mm-hmm. which appeals to me. February Pisces, so you know we into the, that type stuff. Emotional. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, then you got Santa, like a lot of like you know, word to my ex and you broke my heart type songs. But to run to that type of stuff, I'm like, oh shit! Like I could run like mm-hmm. far as hell with that. But then, um, you know, I heard the Cardi and. Uh, Make the stallion song, and I just thought to myself, like, wow, like this is a very different take on, yeah, you know, sex and vagina. Is this like, um, <laughs> he says, like, it's not the first time I've heard a sexual song, like, uh, 
Missy had that Minuteman song yeah. when I was very young, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't quite understand what they were talking about. But um, I'm sure you did more likely in junior high school than you did now. That was. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, listen, I funny. I'm a pure, I'm a, I'm a pure guy, but I think that came out when we was in high school. And I feel like um, it might have been right. I think it might have been high school, but I think the Cardi and the Meg WAP song. So for those that don't know what it means, I'll let my lovely co-host, you know, explain what that means. But I think I had, I didn't have a problem with this song. Uh, the song itself didn't like wow me because I'm not attracted to either one of them. Mm-hmm. I think if I was like, I think if, if I was like a Shantae singing that, I'd be like, oh, shit, right, right. But it was Meg Thee Stallion who's like six three, and it's Cardi who she's only five nine. I think she's like five eleven, which is like, or maybe she she's she she could play in the WNBA like she tall, which is nothing wrong with that. Um, you know. There's a lanes for her. Sorry, it's too soon. Too soon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what did he say? He <laughs> don't, don't. I don't even want to give it. It's I don't too even soon. Tell it's too you. soon. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. I'm not even going to. Wait, wait, what, what? What was it about the, her domestic violence? Oh, yeah. It was, It was. you know, <laughs> it was a support violence against women. There's a lanes. Oh, yeah. Okay, you okay, get okay. it. But the point I'm trying to get at is that. You're not canceled. Okay. Don't cancel me, guys. Um. So the point I'm getting at is I think that the song. Has appeal for some. Yeah. I thought it was, um, it wasn't the greatest. It was catchy enough. My only issue with the song isn't even the song itself or the women being sexual. I think it's more so like randos who don't have daughters saying how empowering the lyrics are and this notion that I like women need to be more sexually expressive, conflated with we also need our young women to hear more women being sexually expressive in this context. And I think what they probably mean is that we need to have more households in the Caribbean, more Caribbean, African, African-American households, however you want to spin it, need to be more open to their young daughters and sons being able to have comfortable sexual conversations mm-hmm. with their parents. I think that's what they really want to happen. Mm-hmm. But the way they're spinning it is, nah, we need to, like, this is great, and we need more of our young women to hear women talking like this. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, Well, I think that argument, although I do like that Caribbean and black families should be talking more about sex or whatever, that's, that's great as well. But I think they're coming more from a, like, young women usually hear about their bodies and their sexual escapades from the perspective of a man Mm -hmm. and it's better for them to hear about these things from the perspective of a woman Mm -hmm. that i think is a valid argument now are you and so one i agree but are you saying that in the context of women or are you talking about like teenage girls and like like i mean unfortunately the sad part is they may talk about they made this song for women, but the majority of their fan base are children, people under 18 and, and younger. Yeah. These are the people that are buying their CDs and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I was definitely conflicted when hearing it. And and not because... I don't think it, there's anything wrong with a song like that being in existence. The problem is is... 
I feel like sometimes these are the only topics that I hear from these two women Mm -hmm. that I personally think are way more intelligent than the content that they choose to write and rap about on songs. And I would personally like to hear something. You know, if it was... If there was a diversity of things that they spoke about mm-hmm. and they put this song out, I'd be like, all right, it's one in the catalog because yeah. I know out of the 12 songs, we might get two about one other subject. Maybe Meg going to talk about paying off her college loans. Mm-hmm. Like, love you know lust. what I mean? Your love or, or, you know, like maybe there'll be a diversity in things, but there's no diversity. Like this is the common theme that I continue to hear. And like... I remember being 12. I literally, I'm taking, I was in my living room and I was listening, like literally hiding from my mother. Yeah. Listening to hardcore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember when I heard that too. You know, Heather Hunter, Janet Jackson. I don't even know who these people are, but I'm just walking around at 12, like, take it in the back. Yes, yes, what? Like, (laughs) all righty then. I'm saying, but like these nah, are this, these, these are the songs that were out, and I mean, I guess the appeal to me, I mean, I don't think listening to Little Kim say these things made me want to go and have sex. Right, I it didn't do that for me at the time. Uh, but I mean, it also did make me aware that oh, like yeah, you know, okay. like she she's talking about her about right. having sex too. Like nobody's doing it to her. She's she's doing, she's doing it to that. Say that. You say that shit again. Right, and you know, like there's something important and empowering. I think that's the empowerment element that are is confusing men. It's like, how can they say that they're wet ass? Not not all men. Not all men. A lot of men. A lot of men. A lot of men are. You only want to hear about pussies as long as it's coming out your mouth. Right. Exactly. Completely offended. Happy out on Wait, wait. (laughs) It's nothing wrong with the vagina. On a man's mouth. Let's I was gonna, I was gonna add a tangent, but I wanted Jazzy to finish. Yeah, no, 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 but like, yeah, no, like, it is, you know, like, and 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 again, okay, wet ass pussy. Okay, so now as you you know that you know you, God made it so your secretion, okay, period, would accommodate, <laughs> okay, period, a, and and something entering inside of you, you know, period. okay, maybe the, the, the biology, right, a glizzy, yeah, <laughs> logically, what is he talking now, glizzy? Stop that. Um, but yeah, like, but I, but. My problem is like the emphasis continually being on this type of content. Like I'm not mad about them rapping about that. I'm sure it is better than them hearing Young Thug or you know Rick Ross and his rape his date rape lyrics. Oh yeah, and- put Molly in her champagne. Right. Yeah. She ain't even know it. Right. I took it home and enjoyed that. She ain't even know it. That's crazy. Right. That's this nigga penned that shit and then know? recorded. I thought it was okay. It. My, thought it was okay. But also, my problem is that. Anybody that has anything to say about this song, oh, you're a hater. You got a dry ass pussy. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I literally looked, I, I wanted Cobwebs. to say something. I wanted to speak about the complexity that I internally was feeling yeah. in that, you know, oh, I like that, you know, he got a beard. Let me wet it. I'm like, oh, that's, that's right. You know, me, you know I love me a British nigga. Like, that's mine. Let me wet it. <laughs> like, you know. So I'm hearing things I'm gonna that get I'm a drink. like, she said, let me wet it. He got a beard. I want to wet it. Okay, like, period. Okay, period. These are, these are facts. Okay, like, period. Oh, I missed this. <laughs> this are, is good for the These are soul. facts, you know? So I'm like, oh, yeah, I could, I could sing that, yeah, exactly. you know? But at the same time, I'm like, okay, but like, when are we going to talk about, about something else? What about, what about the children? Yeah. You know, I don't want yeah. my little cousins singing this song running yeah. around singing this i mean it's just 
it's it's complex. It is. It's multi-layered. And I think because it's complex, like I don't I don't feel compelled. I don't feel any pressure from social media to get the right answer. Like nobody has it. You know what I mean? Like we're literally in different in different times that are pulling apart everything that we know. I firmly believe that it's important for girls to hear about the power of their bodies from women. And and I just as much as they need to hear vagina, vulva, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, they need to hear pussy too. Mm-hmm. They need to hear the shit is wet too. They need to hear it because it 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 can't always be from the reference of a man or what he's doing to it or what he, he requires. I fuck it on the bit. I fuck on the bit. You know what I'm I saying? I fuck on the bit. You know what I'm saying? Like on a bed maybe, but what's on a bit? What is that? Was she a thing? I see you know what pill popping niggas. I mean, this is true, but like a lot of people in their late language speak like that too, you know, in their everyday language. But None I of the do stereo also... bros or the friends of stereo bros <laughs> speak like that. At all. At all. But um, yeah, so you know, I feel like it's incredibly important for young girls to hear it, and I think that the the it's this there are still parents in the world, and I believe that parents are still gatekeepers to what their kids digest. They have that full right. right. I don't believe anyone should be stepping in a parent's mm-hmm. position to be doing that, mm-hmm. and I trust them to be like, you can't watch you, WAP, right, and you can't listen to right. it, right? Or if you do come across it, because a lot of kids take all their learn a lot from outside the mm-hmm, home. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside ain't open right now, but still, you know, Camp, um, you know, whatever, you know, they might hear it in passing at the ice cream shop. You never know when they pick it up. But I think that, like, you know, they need to be able, the younger, not the younger they, they the better, but, like, if you can introduce autonomy and agency over your body to a young girl as, as soon, soon as, as you possible. can, mm-hmm. you should want to do that. And her mother or her father, because... Ask how many women my age, I know I've had several of these conversations, no one spoke to us about sex. Nope. I learned about sex from whatever boy I decided I was going to have sex with. Mm -hmm. That's it. And that's just the reality. I feel like there's so much hush-hush around girls and sex. That's why high school was so cool. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> it was a learning experience. No, Sam, we need we need you a learned? sound for nope. and a, for a, a cancellation. A I need a ping or a or a. I, Oof, I don't know. Fat. Oh wow! Not a fat. Not a fat. You see what's happening I here? I'm like on, on the old bat. You see like, what's happening? Boom, bat. Right. Like, Whatever. Like a comic strip. Yeah. Yes. I get it. But that's 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 how I feel about it. I yeah, feel like disgusted at me. And as it relates to <laughs> them being one dimensional artists right now, this is something I've accepted about at least Cardi a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that she I has thought, like songs with Kaylani that's talking about like some like heartbreak type shit yeah, pretty good. Which are cool, but like her overall presentation is not that of the heartbreak girl song. It's not. It's the yeah. gangster girl who's beating bitches up. She's fucking niggas. She's which doing is, whatever thing. Which is funny because that's what she puts in her music. But if you follow her, she's she playing is a, with her baby. Yeah. She's being a good mom, mm-hmm. being a good friend, being supportive. You know, like I think, and I think that she has a good mind yes. to do, she can do both. more things. Yeah. She can do both. But there's a choice, whether it's by her, her production, her manager or whatever, to con- continuously put her <laughs> in this box. No. Oh. Did I? Is that how it's happening? Almost, almost. I'm sorry. I, I, to I continuously okay, there we go. put her in this box. And I think she's much bigger. And I think even more than that, Meg the Stallion is even more intelligent yeah. than I think she yeah. is. You know what I mean? As much as, you know, like I think for Cardi, she has that star power. She yeah. has that presence. Something about her makes her very relatable to many people. Mm-hmm. And I think... um, 
you know, that's her appeal. But Meg actually got something to say and she could rap and we know she's coming up with these things. Mm -hmm. Like she has talent and it's just like use that brain to say yeah. more than I'm in the mall with your dad. And right. But you know what I mean? That, yeah. I mean, that sounds cute and it's nice occasionally mm -hmm. i mean but like give us something more like and everybody's hope but what's the other one and it's funny because i'm like i don't listen to the, these and a stallion is a male horse by the way it is um <laughs> that is it's one of the rappers they always talk about when they want to talk about like conscious what all women should be talking about. rhapsody yeah, yeah. i've never heard a rhapsody she's good. song she's, she's, very, she's very talented she's, she's very talented she's fire like there's a lot of i played one on the podcast before, yeah mm -hmm. it's called jesus walks Oh, uh, okay. Her last album where she all the songs were named after like prominent black women. I mean, had Shep suits on that on that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Nah, it was a good album. Um, it was a very good album. But like, but yeah, I don't be hearing her on the radio. I no, I but that, but that was just what I was getting ready to say as well. I think socially, the the WAP shit, we probably needed it in this age of trying to give girls voice and and you know, okay with the. With it. Now, I'm not saying the culture not needs it. Not your daughter. Not yours. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying that now that it's here, we can have these conversations about affirming girls in this way, right? Because like, this conversation would not have been here if this song did not drop. And we would still be just trusting an archaic model of girls learning information. And, they, and we've, they've never gotten it. I mean, I get it to an extent. The, I don't want to belabor the point. The one thing I'll say is that... All good. <laughs> one thing I'll the one thing I'll say is that um, I think that you can teach young girls agency over their body, just in the context of hey, no one can touch you there. Um, you know, you, from a young age, you can teach a a young girl how to be a young woman in the context of taking care of her body and showing her what love is supposed to be and being mm -hmm. an example of that. I don't. Mm -hmm. I disagree with the notion that you need sexually explicit lyrics to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes lately people are trying to make it seem as if the sexually explicit lyrics is the driver or the catalyst of that. Like I can teach my daughter how to be a young woman from the male perspective and that's not making her like grooming her to be a wife. It's more so grooming her to know that she is dope independent of any um what do you call it? Uh she doesn't need a man's approval right. to be whole, mm -hmm. right? I can teach her that as a man, and my mm -hmm. wife can teach her how to be a woman from a woman's perspective. She doesn't need um, lyrics about spring beards to, <laughs> to be like a young woman in training. So I think that I don't like. She doesn't. It's but sounds, when it comes to sex, because you're talking about how to interact with men in the yeah, room. Yeah, that's different. Though, like, but, we can give her the platform to be comfortable, but we also have to acknowledge that. Independent of my kids, most kids, even if your parents are like super liberal, you're not, you may tell your parents, the super liberal parent may get 90% of it. If your parent is like your best friend, you may tell them 95% of it, but there's still mm -hmm. a, an aspect of it that you're going to treat differently. My daughter turned 14. Look, don't let man put nothing inside of you. 14? Not at first. That conversation. Is, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. And it's also like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody told me the other day, this is real shit. Like kids view their view their parents differently, right? Their mom is viewed as like not their mom is viewed as like an extension of them, mm -hmm. right? So it's like your kid may eat and take all your juice or like eat all your snacks, yeah. or eat all your rice, but then ask the dad for permission to have some of his food, but just like take all your shit, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like kids in their minds put separations between their parents mm -hmm. for whatever mm -hmm. reason. 
Mm-hmm. Some of it is because they spend time inside mm-hmm. of the woman. Mm-hmm. And I think as they get older, sometimes that does play out in the relationships. But I, I do think that, again, I think I don't, I don't agree with the notion that sexually explicit songs are the driver for women's sexual education. I think if they play it in, in health class mm-hmm. or in a control setting mm-hmm. and, and then say, all right, so what she says, where that's pussy, what she means is that there's a secretion. I, I think somebody should be adding that to the curriculum. Right? I think yeah. that's dope. I think that's yeah. dope. But that's different than saying like, nah, I young girls need to hear this shit. So to know, I'm like, whoa, whoa. But, but I, you know what? This is, it kind of feels all, it feels, you know what? This is the sentiment I get sometimes when I hear men say that is it feels like when Colin like took the knee and all those white people were like, I mean, you can advocate for black lives, but this just isn't the way you should do it. I mean, you, I mean, honestly, there's a better way to advocate for, and this is not the time or the place. Our veterans, we have to think about our veterans and our soldiers who are out here fighting the good fight. And that's what the fuck I be feeling like. That's what the fuck I be feeling like when these guys are out here talking about this is not the way. I'm telling you what Little Kim Hardcore did for me. Right. And it did not throw me outside. Like, that's it. I'm about to do whatever. I didn't even know what the fuck she was talking about. But just the energy behind her talking about her. I was like, I had never heard a girl do that. And then when I saw Eve do the same thing, this whole blonde bombshell idea, I'm like, oh shit, this bitch don't even got no hair. You get what I'm saying? You know, like when you hear, I think that's what I'm talking about. It's the energy of a girl, of a woman affirming her body, her presence, her being. Right. I think young girls need to hear a lot of that. But that, that also means that we need more diversity in what's presented to us. We know the record in the record label industry ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to pump this because they want they they want a certain type of a lot of these industries. You remember um are connected to like private prisons and things like that you know what i'm saying so like they have their own Mm -hmm. agendas but but agendas aside you can always make this work for you you know firm like um a song like uh rab real ass bodies like like, (laughs) like, these is real titties right yeah i'm not saying it's not but I'm saying it's so, like but they, but then, but they can affirm is, in that way too. But men, but tiger stripes. He's a song all, called he's Tiger Stripes. No, no, no. He's a Tiger Stripes song. The fight. I haven't even heard that shit. part. Yeah. Nobody even gives her credit Mm-mm. for having a real body though. Yeah. If I think it's real. Yeah, they I'm just find it. it's it's problematic for a woman. And it's it makes us uncomfortable because he's never been here. No, it, no it's comfortable. Like, again, talk about your... Cause no, because I think it's separately, cool. if they kept Old doing this and they matter. didn't do a song together, you know, people would we wouldn't be raising a flag. It's because both well, these bitches jumped on us. It's double the double the energy. Listen, I think it's overwhelming. People like listen. I, I still drink. I still drink <laughs> kids' juices. I drink honest juices. No, but I, I drink a pre sun. I'm all for a good juice box. There was <laughs> there was for. that was good. Where's there the was a boom? There was a vitriol. In a lot of responses yes. from men, yes. not even about what they were saying, but how they were singing. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so vulgar. Right, and you, and you women want to be respected. Look at you. Right, it's such exactly. a, it's they such, corny. They no, corny. that's it's a it's a lot of men out here really hating on women, man. Guys, they love vagina, but they hate women, and I it's saw important. That. I saw that. But it's to like make the none of my guys is like. All my dudes like, yo, son, yo, I ain't gonna front. Meg was talking that shit, <laughs> or yo, Cardi was talking that shit, right. But a lot of my friends are attracted to Cardi B and and uh, yeah, 
Meg, Meg the, the Stallion. Seven footer, I mean Stallion. Like it's listen, there's a there's a Mega Stallion song I like where it was kind of slow on like a, a first second mixtape. It was mm-hmm. kind of like slow. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like she can rap. She can. She had a couple you, songs I, that I, she talk about other stuff. Yeah, I don't even mind her talking that that talk about like making niggas spend on her. Like for me, I've always liked aggressive women. Like yeah, it's, like is aggressive or it's not a word. But for me, <laughs> I've always been attracted to a I've woman that attra- like was like. Aggressive. Aggressive. So right. So for me, I don't yeah. mind aggressive talk. Like I don't mind a nasty talk. So right. Like um, like what song was that? Um, Remy Ma. She was like, she said, invited him to my place, and she sat on his head and she like. I'm like, I heard that shit. I'm like, oh word, word. That's what we doing. That's what we doing. It's fucking lit, right? right? Yeah. And even now, like a lot of songs I hear when women are talking about like. Being aggressive towards men sexually, I'd be like, "Oh, word! It's what we doing. Right. It's fucking lit." Right, right. So for me, it's not a problem with the lyrics. My issue again was people in the sideline saying that this is now like the goalpost or the guidepost for how we're supposed to educate our no, our young no, women. Definitely not. Definitely sexually. not. So definitely. as long as that's the understanding, people, people were taking it to, too yeah. far, and then like, and I think because you can't criticize things without being the person with the dry ass pussy if you say if you <laughs> right. speak up right like, the dap and yeah the dap, Yo, the dap. she's dap. a dap <laughs> right like you and a dub right dap and a dub that's a not a combination <laughs> at all um yeah but I don't know the social media space doesn't make I'm it wait, easy I'm waiting for, for their new power song talking about black lives mattering and um that is versatility right there that is, oh, too? and the election I mean, <laughs> Cardi's been pretty involved with uh, the DNC with talking to Biden and What's all kinds of DNC stuff. DNC an acronym for uh, the Democratic National. I oh. thought it was more like sexual. Oh stuff no, coming from her. I'm literally talking about her involvement in like <laughs> politics, or at least how the Dems are trying to use her. Use her. I mean, listen, and her and her maybe blackness. I don't know. I don't know how she's identified. You talking about Kamala days. Harris now? Kamala Harris now? You no, I was talking about Cardi still, but got it. I mean. On that same note, you know, shout out to um, the anybody but Trump team. <laughs> I'm still a Bernie bro and all that. Word, um, same. But my my political party officially endorsed uh, Biden, working working families party. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go along with it. And one thing I say is that I've been getting a lot of people in my my direct messages sending me shit like. Yo, look, look what this bitch did in, in 05 and mm-hmm. she was the Oscar Grant uh, <laughs> DA or AG or mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm like, bro, a lot of y'all are not the politically inclined type. Y'all don't vote and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I get the, like my issue with the whole situation right now is that so many people don't say shit for 364 days about nothing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just want to live in their own bubble of peace and happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Like so many people are apathetic towards everything because they just want to carve out their own piece of tranquility. Yeah. Because they don't want to participate in the process. Bingo. And they, they just find reasons why they shouldn't have to participate. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's just like, I get so mad because the people that I was raised around that came from the South and the people I know now that came from Barbados when it was under British rule, it's like they say, it's like, yo, people... Like, an uh, old head told me, it's like, oh, yo, all these people... Talk so much about how if they were slaves, they would have fucked the, the slave master up. And yeah, no. O'Head was like, yo, no. 
These are the same niggas that when anti-crime come through fucking niggas up, mm-hmm. they don't do shit. Mm-hmm. It's the same shit. Like a lot of niggas talk it, but nobody, like most people aren't going to actually like roll their sleeves up and actually like yeah. put no pain in. So in the same concept of all the bad that Kamala did, I'm no Kamala like caper, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like jump off the ledge and say she's mm-hmm. like an ideal candidate. Mm-hmm. But I do think that what we're faced with now is... Ruth Bader Ginsburg is trying to hold on until we get a uh, well, yeah. new president. She is like almost right? dying every right? every like, couple months. <laughs> and she's the last hope we have for like a decently <clears throat> mixed Supreme Court. That's a lifetime position that decides very important cases. Mm-hmm. And then you got Trump nominating all of these conservative ass judges that are the ones that federally when shit happens, they're the ones that look at that fucking menu and mm-hmm. hand out 120 month mm-hmm. sentences and for those that don't know 120 months is 10 years mm-hmm. right like people get over sentenced in the feds because of federal judges and federal prosecutors who become judges and that's all right now Trump has been packing the courts with federal judges via Mitch McConnell right the EPA rolling back clean water that's a Trump appointee and Scott Pruitt like mm-hmm. his cabinet and his appointees the postmaster general the postmaster general fucking up the mail for the census. Yeah. This is all shit that we need to fight against. So yes, Biden done a, he's done a lot of fucked up shit and I get all that and I'm no defender. But for everybody that has a lot to say about Kamala and Biden, I'm practicing that shit. Good job. What mm. thank you. What what's your alternative? Cause we do need to vote locally, but at the national level right now, you're gonna not vote for Trump and then when Trump does more shit to you, what are you gonna say? Like, what's your, like, I want to hear people's alternative to voting for Biden and Kamala. They don't have, oh, Kanye West, duh. People are not really going to vote for Kanye West. I think think there are some hype beasts out there and people that just see his name. And also people that feel like, oh, my vote doesn't not going to count. I'm just going to vote for him anyway. He's going to win. Biden is going to win anyway. I'm just going to vote for Ye because he's like my favorite artist. And And I can walk around and tell people I voted for Kanye, you know, and that's. That's the sad part about all of this is that he's like taking taking not even just votes away, but just the conversation away from important issues when we should be discussing and seeing how we're going to hold their feet to the fire come right. January. And I just think that, you know, I think people, we can't look to whoever is elected you know, as, as president and vice president as, oh, they're going to solve all our problems. It is up to us to participate in the process whether it's protesting whether it's donations and getting super PACs together or just having a voting block of people that are together and vote consistently and tell your you know local politicians and national politicians what to do like i i am glad that he chose Kamala because i think a Stacey Abrams that would have scared all these white people. Um, mm. Because Stacey Abrams yeah. is going in there. She's not going in there to play. Yeah. She's not going in there to yeah. be anybody's pawn. Yeah. You know, like, she has been down. And I'm not saying that Kamala Harris is not black. And I'm not saying that she is, you know, this super conservative person. I do think that there is a lot to be said about people that 
you know, are in a certain system and they only understand working inside of that system and they don't try to dismantle it. Mm. They are going to work within it. And I'm not saying that she can't win doing that. I just know, I remember I was told a long time ago, my first interview when I went to work at Legal Aid umpteen years ago, and the head of the office that I, not where I was at, but the head of the office where I interviewed, he asked me why I had I worked at the DA's office for a summer. And I was like, you know, I feel like if you're in the system, you can always, you know, do things to change it. And he was like, you'll never change the system. Damn. And I, Damn. Ne- I will never forget it. He's like, the system will never change. You can't do that. Dead straight face. And for years, that shit rang in the back of my head yeah. at arraignments in court. And I'm just like, he was speaking some truth. Right. Like, he right. knew what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah. Like, and I just think because of her perspective coming from there, I just think that she's going to be a guest. A, not, and I'm not saying she doesn't have good intentions. I'm just saying she's going to be another, like, cog in the wheel not mm-hmm. that she will work against us but she will put her energy into right. working in that system and trying to change it and so I abrams also, or harris harris okay you know like i just that's like that's the word like she, she comes from she's she not she stopping knows. shit but she's not exactly accelerating it. exactly okay. exactly you know people feel that way about obama too right uh, yeah i think they you know? are from the same and i, I love me yeah obama, you know it's true and i think that people people mistake a black person not sounding like them, not mm-hmm. looking like them for being less than, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to that kind of stuff, right? Like, I'd love for the attorney general to be like a Kim Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, he'd be phenomenal, yeah, um, sure. He's a former prosecutor. Like, at yeah. one point he was a prosecutor mm-hmm. and he's done tremendous things outside of that. Shout out to the big homie, mm-hmm. right? But I think that people also don't understand that um, a lot of people, judges and black faces in the judiciary and in the legal field will tell you that, like, to Jazzy's point, it's systemic issues. Mm -hmm. So putting in a black president, like, having Obama in there didn't mean that in eight years the world was going to change. He was meant to be the hope so that people would get off of their asses and enact their own version Mm -hmm. of change, right? So in in the same situation, it's like, if you see that there's a black woman that's about to potentially become president, you should say, you know what? By the time that rolls out and it, it all shakes out, depending on how it shakes out, I'm gonna get my credit right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm buy some property mm-hmm. so that she can put shit out that's gonna benefit me. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be that she gonna give me my forty acres in a mule, mm-hmm. right? Because although she shouldn't stand against it, because we and that's the thing. It's like we should be pushing them. You know, like it's let's say you know she 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 Trump is a boulder and she's a rock. Like, Mm -hmm. we should still be pushing against them, but it should just be easier to move this group further. Or we should, our efforts should go further with with these two. But we can't just wait for them to, like, solve all our problems. You know what blows my, blows, okay, so what blows my mind about this whole thing, right? Because we've, we, I love that we've just, we followed this from back when the Democrats had, like, 50 candidates. Our candidates. We did, yeah, I love that we did that because, like, you know, I think we've stayed pretty fucking consistent. And I think that, um, what blows me away about this is just, like, I was telling a friend earlier, I don't think that as a community, a black community, I think we repeat the same things every election cycle. Mm -hmm. People are saying, we're just going to put Kamala in. We're just going to hold her to the fire. And 
every I mean Puffy had vote or die you remember mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like we do this every four mm-hmm. years like oh we gonna know and we gonna hold them to the fire and then no fire my question was always why the fuck don't you have these people produce something to you before you vote you got a we have a long laundry list of shit we've been asking mm-hmm. for for a minute solve one of these <laughs> you got till fucking election day <laughs> You got to. You know it's real shit. It's just like I don't understand why we keep. You know how like you go to the Habibi store and they be like, no store credit on the, no (laughs) more credit, bro. Like there's no more credit. And I don't. I just I be blown away. Like I've participated in every level of this voting since I've been. I've worked at the poll site. I have worked on campaigns. I have voted. I've collected signatures. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done my due diligence. Mm-hmm. Your civic duty. I've done my civic duty. And when I tell you what that man said at the Legal Society has never been more real to me in my life. Like, and I've, and I've personally, you know, even being on this mic right now and like sharing the fact that like, I don't trust this shit to change at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want to disempower anybody because you, I feel like we mm-hmm. do what works for you to the best of your ability. It's not that I don't want to see mm-hmm. black people, you know, get what's, get what's ours and then some or the playing field leveled out but i just i'm like if we are talking about the system is broken why do you think your government is different Mm -hmm. if you can say white supremacy is in all this shit then why the fuck are we still waiting for january to see something from a candidate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like i'm like every four years we do the same type and i'm like no one is gonna hold anyone to the fire my nigga they're gonna keep doing the same thing Mm -hmm. that they've been doing so it's kind of like a ritualistic yeah it's a it's a that we do and i just don't know when we're gonna keep when we're gonna stop finding value in it because even if you're gonna continue with the voting and you should if you feel compelled to do that because i felt like for me i was doing it because i knew that people have lost their lives for it i understood the gravity of it so i continued to participate Mm -hmm. and participate everywhere you know but like if white supremacy is in it all right is in it all Mm How is your government different? How is this electoral process not different? Like, how does that be somehow stay off limits? But I do, you know? I do think that there has been some, a good amount of change or advocacy from, you know, the protests that began in June and certain things being included in the conversation. And, you know, I don't think we would have gotten to a place where people are talking about police brutality mm-hmm. and, 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 and what they're going to do about it or, or, or forcing, forcing Trump to not that we didn't know his true colors, mm-hmm. but to just come right out and say shit yeah. about suburban housewives and protecting people's property in mm-hmm. the suburbs or whatever. And it's like, okay, he's saying it. The dog whistle is mm-hmm. happening. He is coming Stoking out. We've been, we, 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 we knew he was on his Reagan, you know, mm-hmm. Nixon stuff, but he is here with it. And I don't think that that would have come without the angry mob, yeah. you know? And so what we have to do is keep this fire going mm-hmm. and not because we elect Kamala do we say all right she's got it from here and mm-hmm. she's gonna take it no y'all need to be protesting in front of her house in front of their white yeah, house my, as well. yeah my thing if you pushing forward push forward but you mm-hmm. should be turning the fire up there's, right there's, no no right it, there, shouldn't, it yeah. shouldn't be quelled and what I think is we got too comfortable mm-hmm. because it was and, and and not to say that was a moment when Obama was elected. Yeah. Oh, that I was cried. a moment to revel in. I had an Obama mama that night in <laughs> honor. <laughs> yeah. Stony Brook was turning up mm-hmm. when he got elected. Okay. Yeah, I was on the college campus when it happened. I Oof. remember screaming outside like, yo, we, oh, yo, so we did that's it. So yeah, we were out here doing like the electric slide. Or, like, yeah, no, we were, we're the blackest moment. 
No, right. I think, and I think it was a moment to be celebrated, but at the same time, I think it was like, well, we here. We got, you ain't talking about my right. president. Right. You know what I mean? And I my think president we, we, is black. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it was something to revel in, but he should have been held more accountable. I'm not saying he didn't do anything. And I also didn't expect him to change the whole damn world. Yeah. And, you know, but even just his presence and, you know, like representation matters. Mm-hmm. That was important in and of itself. And I, and Obama is not an, like he, has a uh, a background in grassroots and like even hearing his speeches and his talks that he's been talking to people while he's saying vote but he's like but y'all need to organize mm-hmm. organize you should be organizing so he's not telling people you know vote for the democrats and we're gonna change everything and we- no he said you have to tell people what to do you have to be the voice you mm-hmm. like he giving you the blueprint you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i don't think it's fair sometimes when i hear oh he didn't do nothing for black yeah. people yeah like what did you want him to do come right. and declare kwanzaa a national holiday right, right. and like get the I don't- fuck out <laughs> Like when people say Obama didn't do shit yeah. for for nobody, we didn't have no. Like look at unemployment. Unemployment was better for Black people mm-hmm. until the Obama administration. Like people had jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is important just as well. I you had know? a family member come home because of Obama, so I ain't, you ain't getting no. Complaints and there's also no pandemics me. or pandemics. Yeah. right. Yeah, or pandemics. Right. It's just it's 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 yeah. Like I think in this particular case, we shouldn't allow this to be a reason the black community is divided on this issue. If anything, I need, I think everyone needs to be like, if your friend is like, I don't think this shit works because we, we should have had this, this, this already. Ask them, what is it, what's most important for them to see? And then let's have a plan to have these niggas produce it before the vote. Because this store credit we've been giving every four years, you know, has not worked out for a set all. And the last thing I'll say is that for everybody that thinks that Biden and Harris is a bad look, when the last time you went to your local community board meeting, when the last mm-hmm. time you went to a PTA meeting, when was the last time you did anything to fulfill your civic duty? Mm. If the answer is, what's that? Your opinion is null and void. <laughs> so, now we can go to our uh, woke word. What you got for us? Hey guys, what's up? Oh my gosh, I've been beasting to give y'all a word right, for a we long time. These old words and all that. <laughs> so this one's a doozy, right? Well, not necessarily a doozy, but I wanted to give you two words and then chat really quickly about why. I think it's important for us to know these two words, right? So we're in a beautiful period where, you know, we are calling black women what they are, regal, Mm -hmm. sovereign. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like beautiful words, Mm -hmm. like all the right ones. And so uh, uh, a common way to address uh, black women these days is to call them a queen, Mm -hmm. right? So I figured, why not just offer that word to you? But in my research... Research, you know, including conversations, looking the etymology of a word up, things like that. Um, I discovered there's a duplicate word Uh. and I wanted to share it with you guys. So Mm -hmm. our word of the day is everyone drum roll. (laughs) Queen. (laughs) Everyone say queen. 
Queen. Queen. Excellent. So Queen, spelled Q-U-E-E-N, mm-hmm. all right, is defined as a woman sovereign or the wife of the wife or widow of a king. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? So there's a king, there's a queen. Mm-hmm. Or she's the majesty, the queen. Queen B. Oh, uh, yes. Well, Queen B actually has another meaning. Oh, wow. Yeah. I told you I went to, I went to the root of the mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um... So that is Q-U-E-E-N. All right. So here's word two. You ready? Yes. And and the second word is also queen. (laughs) Now, this queen is spelled Q-U-E-A-N. Q-U-E-A-N. Queen. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this word means a woman regarded as being disreputable, especially a prostitute. Hmm. Yes. So a thought. Essentially. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the reason why I wanted to bring these words up was because personally, I believe in the power of intention behind a word mm-hmm. and energetically, you know, if the word has the same sound phonetically, they would carry the same vibration. Mm-hmm. Right. And so mm-hmm. I thought to myself, wow, if I'm saying queen to it's mm-hmm. jazzy, am I calling her a thought? Mm-hmm. Or am I calling her sovereign? Mm-hmm. And so I had this conversation with someone earlier and I asked them, you know, what did they think? And we literally followed the the etymology of this word from the 15th century. Mm-hmm. And queen, spelled Q-U-E-A-N, is an old Norse word. And that there in, in, in Norway and Scandinavia and all these other places, they, they use that word up until the 1920s, the, as late as 1935, even in Australia it was considered the word for a prostitute. That's why they stopped using it. They stopped using it because then Old English, I guess, started becoming a little bit more popular Popular. Mm -hmm. and they had changed the definition to a woman. They have the Queen of England, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So like that became different. Mm -hmm. But Queen, Q-U-E-A-N, was never a woman alone. She was either a prostitute or, um, excuse me, she was a prostitute and Q-U-E-E-N, right, was always regal Mm -hmm. but it was in relationship to a man Mm. it's when the word became an old english word that queen was a standalone majesty Mm. and q-u-e-a-n the thought word it never really went away but like it's not really in use so what did it become it's i mean it's just kind of flown around there out here and to your point that it's tangential but queen b is actually um, part of that family as well. And that was to describe a uh, flamboyant homosexual man. That is what a, a queen bee is. In, in old English? Yes, a queen bee. In, in, in the, I, will, I will text the facts. We could oh, put it online. Yeah. What about like the bumblebee that like, like oh, is like in charge the, of the hive and like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know I'm I don't name animals I don't know. but it was like queen b e e queen queen spelled q u e e n b e e yes wow was like sl- was like a f- slang I guess for to describe a flamboyant homosexual man and I was like that's a, that's interesting that that oh because maybe he wants to be a queen and yeah. I'm also thinking maybe the old english word mm-hmm. not to say it didn't have it didn't come from regalness but as you said it's in relationship to the king to the king maybe he had mad disreputable hoes yep and <laughs> he was like i got my queen right and then he chose one right and she became the queen the queen that oh. is very possible i don't know i'm Ooh, just making it up here you're I'm pissing it together it 
So like I, I just I thought it was really cool because one, I feel like people should know what is coming out of their mouths mm-hmm. when they say it. But you know what my friend and I were able to deduce this to today was that, you know, intention goes way further than the, the vehicle that takes it. Mm-hmm. So words are literally just vehicles. Mm-hmm. And so it's about how you want to use the word. Now don't be out here subbing people with Q U E A N when you know, <laughs> right? You out here calling her with the queen a. with the with the a. A. So queen with the A. Right? Queen, queen. with the A, because that's so trash. Cause that's trashy, so don't do that. But like <laughs> You know, I really want people to uh, be more conscious about language mm-hmm. these days because, you no, know. No, you should be. I was listening to some podcasts and they were just talking about, like, the dominance of, like, the three main languages. Yeah. English, Spanish, and French. And, like, how that has dominated the world. And, and changed, you know, how we interact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just talking about, like, the conquering mm-hmm. of nations and the loss of the native tongue. Yes. And what that does for people even like expression it's like just certain things you can i'm sure you you get that oh, yeah. knowing that you speak creole yeah and it's like just you you have to think about yes. how you're trying to say something yes. in english to, yes to express what mm-hmm. you actually mean and mm-hmm. you know like people when they feel the most comfortable they speak in their native, native language yeah. you know yeah. english is a very dead language mm-hmm. like it and it, like it's just a very dead language and it has so many words like a lot of words. Think of how many words describe rock, mm-hmm. pebble, stone, pebble stone, you know, mm-hmm. boulder. Rebel. Like there's so many different words. Whereas you go to like a, a country that has the Latin roots and there's whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's it, you know? And so I think, I think because of that, and we don't know. For, so what I draw from is like after the Haitian Revolution, you know, Creole is a derivative of like um, um, French w- mixed in with all of the uh, mm-hmm. dialects and stuff. And so they changed the language so that the people who enslaved them couldn't understand what they were saying. Mm. And so I draw from that when I think about English, when I'm like, there's so many fucking words and we didn't even speak this language. Are all these words here to just confuse Use us? Could you get be. what I'm saying? And so, I mean, because so many people are judged when you talk about, oh, this person doesn't know good English. Yes. But, or like uh, big words. Right. Big words. It's like, that's your English. But like English is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you, even just um the tongue or like how you were doing your Baltimore accident, your accent earlier, mm-hmm. there's certain things that go with accents yeah. and just right. in relation, yes. how you relate to people in, in your language. And it's like, you know, why is this test in, in you know, random yeah. New York Times column mm-hmm. English when we can say the same shit, you know, differently. Exactly. And I'll be yeah. able to understand all the same concepts. Exactly. But it's just said in a different manner. Exactly. Yeah, I took social, and that's a great point because I took sociolinguistics in college. And oh, that sounds really interesting. It was. Yeah. It was hard though because part of what it was was. So sociolinguistics is the study of language and language patterns and how they travel. Mm, that's so. Fine. Um, for me, it was interesting because during the Great Migration, you know, we learned that a lot of people from the Deep South, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, went to Chicago. Yeah. They went to Syracuse, Mm -hmm. Rochester. A lot of places they went to almost tracked the Underground Railroad, Mm -hmm. right? Minus Chicago, because I don't know if if Chicago was a stop, but like Niagara Falls and places like that. Mm -hmm. So when you meet people from upstate New York, 
particularly like Rochester mm-hmm. and Syracuse, they, they sound like they're from the South. They have yeah. a southern draw, but they can also, a lot of times, they're only a couple of generations removed mm-hmm. from the Jim Crow South, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to the um, parts of Brooklyn like Flatbush, yeah. where most of them are like a generation removed from the, the Caribbean, Caribbean yeah. where they had, you know, British mm-hmm. or whoever influencing them to like mm-hmm. the 60s. Yeah. So you get very different dynamics. Yeah. And then you play, you got places like Detroit, which is the same thing. So it's very interesting in that because like the Temptations were all from the South, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's that, but it's also like certain words and why they're used where they're used. Like in Buffalo, they don't say soda, they say pop, mm-hmm. right? But then you go to the South, certain certain places, I feel like maybe Alabama, they call all soda is Coke, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. it, you ask why, it's like because some of these places, the first soda factories from Coca-Cola were mm-hmm. in like these small towns. Mm-hmm. So the only thing they ever knew as soda, soda was, was, Coke. was Coke. Wow. Right? And that's why certain words travel the way they do. Mm-hmm. And then you, it's things like, here we say sneakers in the South, they say tennis shoes. Yeah. Um, or some trainers. Mm-hmm. And upstate, it's that same kind of lingo. Mm-hmm. Right? And then... Because these places are so far and so isolated, mm-hmm. those word patterns stay there, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then um, that translates into food, which is a separate story. But um, to your point about like the language, mm-hmm. um, I've been places upstate and I've used words and they looked at me like, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So then what happens in society is that people, to your point, to Hachesu's point, mm-hmm. is that people will say words mm-hmm. purposely mm-hmm. in to, certain professions to, to test your level yeah. of intelligence mm-hmm. because they know, okay, they say shit like, oh, that's a non-sequitur. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you, you may you may not along, but sometimes people use words purposely out of context yeah. to try to mind fuck you yeah. and to try to you know, shit on your level of education. Yeah, and then depending <laughs> on where you grew up, mm-hmm. you may not have even had exposure to certain words because yeah. you're school district didn't have the funding, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's even in Brooklyn too because I got friends who went to like different high schools and different schools than I did. Mm-hmm. In high school, the president was probably, let me see, Clinton. Mm-hmm. Oh, Clinton and Bush. Mm-hmm. And those people that I was in school with that went to different schools, if we were on like sequential math three in like 10th grade, which is I think the the green book mm-hmm. they were on <laughs> yeah right they were on like you're right the red book and like, right. like 11th grade yeah or their social studies book if mine had like you crack it was yeah. brand new and it had like george bush when he got elected mm-hmm. yeah they shit might have fucking george bush dad <laughs> right it, it's not nah, it's, oh, it's real shit For like sure, that yes. right and even in, in english right like in ninth grade i read um I had, I had English 9, 10. What the fuck did I read? I read some shit that people read in 10th grade and mm-hmm. 8th grade. Mm-hmm. So when I got to 9th grade, I read some shit that people would read damn near in college. Mm-hmm. So by the time I get to like 11th grade, it's people reading Catcher in the Rye. I read that shit like in 7th grade. Yeah. Right? But it, So imagine where my vocabulary was reading Catcher in the Rye in 7th grade. And I'm talking to people in my family and mm-hmm. they're like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, you smart. Man, yeah. you got right. some big ass words. And I think also what we're blessed with is being able to code switch because yes. we, we know we can, we understand what mm-hmm. 
uh, the languages, yeah. right? Even though everybody's yeah. speaking English, we understand the different languages. And I, I and I get that because you know in high school you you might be forced to read the New York Times or pick out a, you know even in, yeah. in, in junior yeah. high I felt like we were we were told to do those things and it put you on there. But I think there should be more emphasis on your native tongue Absolutely. and like teaching your because like I, like my like I didn't know this but apparently. My dad's grandmother spoke Creole because oh, I know tons was, of Grenadian people yeah, but, who speak Creole. Yeah, yeah, like I did not know that. I'm like, why we don't? Because yeah, I, I know. And a when lot I think back, I'd be like, uh, like my grandmother would say, "Oh yes, we." And she'd be like, "We," uh, and I'm like, "But I didn't." It not until like I got older. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that is like French for yes." Yeah, like I didn't really think. Yeah. about it until you know so yeah. it's like it's like, and that's and the p- power behind language. I think I think it shapes reality for us a lot. Like. In my travels, there were, you know, I had a, posted this video about, like, um, the word black mm-hmm. and desiring to find out who gave it to us. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when did we go from Negroes to being black? And mm-hmm. then when did we go from colored to Negroes? Mm-hmm. You know, and then when I looked up the words, I noticed the spelling and all of that was, like, lowercase n, lowercase c, lowercase. And I feel like it's black folk who kind of, um, you know, put the capital um, C on it. Mm-hmm. It was like here you are lowercase letter colored Her, person, right. mm-hmm. and black people were like, no, we're colored with a big C, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, right. you know, and it's like it's like shaping this new level well, you, of reality. Right. So well, take taking the power and what taking right, you know, the, that's what we do. We make and the most right. out of right. most out of because I think it started from like they were talking. I was another podcast yeah. I was listening to talking about the census and like yeah. how black people were caught. Is like um, um, was it mong- mongrel, mongrel. Or, uh, yeah. Octoroon, quadroon, wow. you know, yeah. like, and it, that's I'm how so it much. started. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lot. Like it's a lot. But but ultimately, I I I am glad that this did this, and mm-hmm. I want this, this to do this for your groups too, because words are power, and they really do shape um, your reality. And I think we should get a lot more critical about the words coming out of our mouths. Like, are you speaking uh, whatever you? If your life don't look great right now, are you speaking that shit? Mm-hmm. Because if you mm-hmm. speak in that shit, like, it's not going to stop until you stop speaking that shit. Exactly. And here's the irony of this all, right? So now there's a big push in the legal profession yeah. to... Plain language. Use plain language. Because <laughs> yeah. at one point, lawyers were paid by the word. So that's why a lot of older oh. shit would be, like, super verbose. Mm-hmm. Now it's more so, like... Because legalese is scary. When you write for clients, you have to write now in layman's terms. But it's also... If you can't write things in a way that everyone can understand, that means you don't understand it. Yeah. So sometimes people hide in words because they don't fully understand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So Like buzzwords. Right. Yeah. Like bandwidth and shit yeah. like that. You know, I've always, as a lawyer, I've always been against writing in like legalese. legalese. I, because to me, it doesn't do anything. You don't... That's not why I'm... Like, I, yeah. why am I taking... 15 paragraphs yeah. to say Yo. what the fuck I'm and trying I, to say. Yeah, like, and even in like, contracts, like, yeah. I'm not a fan of like long ass contracts. Yeah. And even now in a lot of job interviews that um, you'll go on for like a commercial attorney position, yeah. part of what it is is they'll send you a test like, hey, mark this up and give me, give me an analysis. Like, how would you explain this to a client? But a lot of what they're asking you is how do you, how do you explain things to clients? Because a lot of the lawyers made their bones on Speaking over clients, mm. like speaking over your head, mm-hmm. same point. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna throw in a bunch of words, right? Certain things legally still need to be said. Like, there's still certain concepts, certain or, concepts mm-hmm. that need to be applied, right? But using like long ass words and fifteen, like fifteen, fifteen words to, to 
say something that you may, can say in May six. it please the court. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Unnecessary. Yeah. And you realize that a lot of these things are like fragments of a world that were like that's long gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like why are some of y'all parliaments still wearing that dusty ass wig? <laughs> that's like what's up with that? In London. They 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 still on that in the US. I Ew. Think maybe Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, Jamaica. What's too. going on? Jamaica just. Oh my gosh, did y'all see that? that what? They, they basically. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Vibes. Vibes. Vibes is also on the WAP remix. Vibes yeah. got a, he got his own verse. He's on a WAP remix. Vibes got a time cut though. So far, he had a time we cut. needed Spice Vibes. This is not the song. Vibes, for you. Vibes had a time cut. And Spice, listen, if Spice makes Spice, if Spice makes. A WAP remix. She had to put Shinsia on there. Yeah, that'd be fire. And she had to put Tiana and Aishana. Oh, Aishana's cool too. Ooh, that, you the, add, that's the, too much. Bump on the foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Spice, Spice need to be on that remix because no, Spice the, talk that talk. The No, the Jamaican parliament um, voted to that, that it is okay for schools to discriminate against um, children who have dreads. Wow. wow. In Jamaica. In Jamaica. What the fuck is going on? Imagine? Where is the Jamaican diaspora? Go back and go get your parliament. That's trash. That, could you imagine being so like brainwashed to like... You have a blonde wig on your head. I can imagine. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I can we imagine feel that. But again, it's, just, it's systematic. They've, they've built their riches and their... Their 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 success based on a British system based yeah. on you know I mean Haiti's no white, different the white supremacy being superior yeah, yeah. yeah. no this it's it's wild because even when you go to Barbados you see how like the white Bajans interact and how they move mm-hmm. um, and it's just to me like I was culture shocked I'm like yes I'll have a cuckoo yeah and um <laughs> some flying fish and yeah he's like and my, I'm like, why the fuck you talking like that? When you like hear that? them speak, right? Yeah, that blo- it blows right? your mind. And and then I was also riding around and I seen a white Bajan cutting coconut on the side mm-hmm. of the road with some black dudes. And I'm just like... Because they're not white. They're Bajan. I was staring at them and I'm just like... Yeah. But don't you want to know, where, where did you go wrong to not use your white privilege to get up off the side <laughs> right, of the road? Right. right. What, what happened? happened? It's whole story. It's whole story. <laughs> what happened? But, um, no, this was very, like, I don't want to toot on horns, but it's just like, this is what very... A, what a great like, woke word yeah, section. Yeah. Like, yeah. This type of shit, this type should be, like, enthusing me, but the only thing that get me as hyped as that be new music. Okay. So for me, um, I was telling my lovely co-host earlier that this pandemic got me feeling extra Piscean and I've been listening to like a lot of like, you know, R&B and stuff like that. Um, And the good guy, UC Joff, dropped a song called Change On Me, Mm -hmm. where he spoke about, you know, people changing on him and shit like that. So that's my song for this week. UC Joff, Change On Me. Here's that. Know a couple niggas say they happy for the gang, but low key hate on me. Too much weight on me. I be dealing with so much drama in my life. Can you wait on me? Don't change on me. Used to say that you was my brother to the end. Guess we ain't homies. That shit fade on me. I be dealing with so much drama in my life. Can you wait on me? Don't change on me. Know a couple niggas say they happy for the gang, but low key hate on me. Too much weight on me. I be dealing with so much drama in my life. Can you wait on me? Don't change on me. Okay, so I um, 
this track makes me happy. And so I, I think it can do that for you too. It's just a really inspirational song, but it's not, um, but I appreciate the tone mm -hmm. and I appreciate like the isms in it. So I hope you do too. It's called I Got Money Now by Deontay Hitchcock and J.I.D. Jid. For all of the time we were late on the rent at the first of the month, ayy. He would peep in jail every day, now we eating no conch for lunch, ayy. Now I walk in the store with my mama and tell her to buy what she want. I ain't hearing that shit that you talking about. Shut up, up, up. I got money now. My song of the week is from uh, Tiwa Savage and it is Dangerous Love. I was, um, I don't know why I looked up her name. Oh, after watching Black is King. Mm. What's oh. that? I, I say something wrong? My fault? <laughs> I said something crazy? Yes. Beyonce's uh, full feature film Black go. is King No, because let's talk Okay, sorry, this is a song I've been in my room But I know outside there's sunshine Oh, oh baby, you're my sunshine oh. So why did it catch it cold? Oh. It do me like I never fall in love, make me feel like the first time, yeah. A dangerous love affair. I'm gambling on my heart. I fit the love you think. And we're back. So I have something to say about. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, wait, no. Whoa. Because this is because. Pew, pew, pew. Not to you. This is not shady. I felt like no. mad attack. No, 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 no. I, no. I love this. It. Keep no, going. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't I, Literally, I just came from my dad's house. I was like, should I make him and my brother watch Black is King? I'm mm -hmm. like, they will be asleep in the first you know, 10 minutes. You got time to be watching this shit? Oh, huh? but oh, that's the shit where people were saying that she was being like uh, demon-like when in fact she was paying homage to like first Egyptian. First of all, mm -hmm. these good Christians need to go and learn some history. <laughs> and she said and these good Christians. actually read the Bible that mm -hmm. they be walking around with that they don't be reading mm -hmm. and, and look at the history. Like, my thing is like, why is everything African and spiritual demonic? Mm -hmm. You know, this is this was what your ancestors were doing mm -hmm. before they came and colonized mm -hmm. them and told them to read this book, which continued to enslave them. Mm -hmm. So for me, I I just really love that she highlighted African spirituality, goddesses, um, and just gave little black kids something to look at on the screen personally lion king is my favorite movie of all time yeah yeah it is my favorite story and so i felt like i was confused when the first when she first dropped the album because i couldn't follow along the song yeah it was hard for me to understand how it went with the movie mm -hmm. and watching this full-length film it's perfect it's yeah amazing like and i think you yeah, should watch sure. it you should watch it with your with your keep your, my kids kid. out of this keep my kids out of this <laughs> they are gonna watch but wholesome pbs pbs they're gonna watch chuggington <laughs> thomas the tank engine 
Oh my goodness. They want to hold some shit about trains. But I just, you know, like, it's it's just funny to me how the Beyonce white fans and stands are silent. Yeah. Like, I, all the white gays that's usually, oh my God, my queen, yeah. Beyonce, oh, black is king. And yeah. it's quiet. Yeah. And like, even the mainstream outlets, the only time I've seen in reference is in relation to white people like Mm -hmm. people magazine put up a post about it it was because adele was watching black is king and that was the extent even with the whole thing with kylie in in the video for wap yeah it was like kylie stars in in wap video and it's like she had two. she walked by but like that was their only interest in buying into it and it's like if this is your queen beyonce you she's black mm-hmm. i know she wear blonde wigs and her hair you know she very fair but she's a black woman so why is it that we can't turn our attention as a nation and a culture to her not the black people but mm-hmm. the others when she's giving us this kind of content very important question yes if latoya lucky and knew latavia <laughs> and kelly <laughs> Would have been given a proper opportunity to thrive. Could any of them <laughs> had been the person to which or to wit could have made this? Because I do believe Latoya Luckett. She can act her ass off that. And girl. sing. Yeah. Latoya Luckett can act? Yo, I watched Greenleaf. She, Bro, oh, she's, she's, the, in that? she's the man. She's been like, a mad shit. She can act. She and can act. Kelly really Rowland well. had a classic with Nelly. Latavia. Well, you know, she's out here. Michelle <laughs> got some shit So, too. meaning if they were not in the group with Beyonce? No, 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 no. If Beyonce hadn't thrust them from the group, <laughs> would they have been as not successful? thrust them from the group. She didn't thrust Kelly. She Kelly spate them from the group. <laughs> I'm I using mad words like the 17 I don't know. I she mean, spate them. I she smite them from the group. Smite them. I've been getting ridiculed for years. It's not Beyonce slander, but I do think that part of her appeal is that white women look at her and feel some part of her feels relatable to them. Yeah. Some Whether part it's of her, her is fair, relatable her yeah. fair skin and her blonde mm-hmm. hair, I think they can see themselves mm-hmm. in Beyonce in a way that they may not see themselves in other mm-hmm. in other black artists and that's why they they stand for her. Yeah. And that's probably why they're silent on this project. That's a great too. diversion. <laughs> From Latoya. I don't know let her live her life. She can't choose on Mad she political. Focus oh, on her family. Oh, oh, oh did I say that? I'm sorry. But <laughs> I will say this. I will say whoa, this. Whoa, whoa, what <laughs> not going to do with slander the queen, Latoya Lucky. Is it, is it a queen with two E's? Queen with two E's. No, it's the, uh, the, the sovereignness. Okay, yeah, that's two E's, yeah. Queen with two E's. The sovereignness. That was that was not nice of me to say. I just not. saw something on the shade room. I don't follow her or her family. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But you gonna really quote know. the shade room? Man, I wish I had a tomato to throw. I'm off the tomatoes right now. So, but anyway, everyone, I want y'all to listen, look at Black is King. I haven't watched it. Black is King yet, but I will. I'm going to play Latoya Luckett's album first. Okay, yes. And if Do I have time that, after that, watch. I'll play Kelly Rowland's and then I'll watch I it. I will say the songs, after watching the video, the songs are even better than they were. I, I, really, I like the power song. I really feel like Beyonce <laughs> Big personally Town? did. Huh? The song's called Power. Big Rich Oh, yeah, no. That, oh, that's, that's, that's what I haven't You need. Look, I didn't watch it yet. Watch. It's amazing. You go home, I'll get come right. From a big okay. rich town. <laughs> get right, get I right. I just come from the it. poorest okay. part. What? But you the know what? Song. So I actually ended up in. I I, I, I would. I 
participated in this conversation last week and it was um about voodoo um and it was because joey badass just put out a project to a new song where he actually participated in a voodoo ceremony and they gave him like a spiritual bath in it oh really? and it was beautifully shot and i, I happen to know oh, I um, a few that. of the uh, women that conducted the mm-hmm. ceremony and so like there there have been conversations at least in like the first gen generation haitian diaspora where it's like how do we feel about like how do you feel about voodoo being like so afro spirituality like voodoo mm-hmm. voodoo all that being so uh being commercialized now like how do you feel about it you know because some of us are still in the process of reclaiming that shit that people made us feel bad about right you know and if they so, start making studios and i see new new yorkers yeah. walking around coming from voodoo I'm, I'm gonna be <laughs> very upset i'm gonna be very upset like, i just got my spiritual bath right but that's but that's what tends to happen right so like i in this conversation it was really well said there's this one woman who's a really talented artist and she's a uh, practicing voodooism is what we will call it and um we just had this really beautiful conversation about African spirituality and reclaim and reclaiming it because voodoo is really just means spirit and nature mm-hmm. and like balance. You can be Christian and voodooism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But some people think that it's voodoo or nothing. Most people who are, that's really what they're doing. But mm-hmm. um we but talked like, about like Santeria is yeah. like a mix of um Afro spiritualism mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. Catholicism. Like, we and we talked I'm what? sorry to take a, 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 a quick tangent, but I realized in the movie Coco mm-hmm. Yes. You seen Coco? Mm-mm. So Coco was about this this badass kid, but he was <laughs> now nah, he ain't fucking listen. But he didn't listen, but he wouldn't. Be, well, okay, yeah, he was a bit stubborn. But basically, in Mexico they have the Day of the Dead, which is basically mm-hmm. where you almost like invite. Well, mm-hmm. you don't almost you invite your dead ancestors back mm-hmm. to Earth for a day mm-hmm. to kind of like relive and you put out food for them mm-hmm. and shit like mm-hmm. that. And I realized that in a lot of other cultures, because even in like. South Asia, yes, ancestral worship. They mm-hmm. they dig people up and and redress them on that day. Which oh wow! To me, is yes, a bit so much. That's that's a lot. Right? That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a but lot. But each his own, right? It's about the gesture. But it's it's like a lot of ancestral reverence. Yes, mm-hmm. even in the Lion King, yep, he's talking mm-hmm. to his pops and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I realized that a lot of cultures outside of Europe have some form of ancestral connection, reverence, yeah. and or. A connection to nature because mm-hmm. the original native peoples of America mm-hmm. coexisted with nature. Yeah. So the carbon in your sun and the carbon in your skin, that melanin is your sun people. That's mm-hmm. what you are. But like in Haiti, they have Day of the Dead too. Interesting. You know, and my mother was the one that told me that it's that that's that was practiced in Haiti as well. The problem is that Haiti's been so poor that some people navigate poverty using voodoo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People are like, you know, they're they're doing things with the well, system. Well, just like any religion, you know, exactly. It's, it's like when, when things become system, exactly. Systems, they you you, exactly. you see how you can use the yeah. System it's like oh, I like her money. husband and shit, and you you now you fucking up the sauce. But like <laughs> anyone who anyone who understands you know balance knows that you don't just put things out and they don't come back mm-hmm. like you give mm-hmm. something for that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and people who so so the point of this was oops the point of this was um uh, she had she had a bunch of references to like uh the deity hathor in mm-hmm. egyptian cosmology the segment and um 
And also, uh, you know, like uh, she's mentioned Oshun in a couple things a few times. I think it's and in the, and in that conversation, everyone agreed that it was beautiful to see the elevation of of mm-hmm. African African cosmology. But there's also the, in the commercialization, people don't often do the research. This I will say is not Beyonce's responsibility. Nope. And as an artist, the only thing she has a responsibility to it's is her art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so if she is displaying her own transformation and her own like coming to um her you own know awakening. Her own awakening, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Um but there is also this extra real layer that's like there we probably experienced in 2020 now because niggas are out here calling down deities they don't have relationships <laughs> with. You get what I'm saying? Like it's true. Like it's just like you know people learned about Palo Santo and then suddenly the trees are endangered because everyone is just smudging shit. Like they're like <laughs> niggas are like the energy is bad. I'm clearing it out and it's like it's man, you. The man, problem is you. Like, like, like people staging with their windows closed. Yeah, and it's like it's like. <laughs> It's like, you know, so it's, and that, that's not necessarily Beyonce's issue. No. But we did talk about like what no, the ripple effect of that would be. And it's like, you know, how much of that should she even be aware of in the, in the dressing, dressing of it. these mm-hmm. deities, in the, the saying of their names, because these are not baby deities. You know what I'm saying? Like, like even. Call on their name, they come. In. They come. You know what I'm saying? Like these are people like you give, and then you give them people who are pink, who are plugged into you. Mm-hmm. So now these people are plugged into them. Like you don't know what. The transfer is, and I don't say that to be scary, but understand that, like I said, words have power, power. and you should right. know what you're doing before, by, before blindly doing it. But kudos to her though with this black ass project. I, I just haven't had the chance to watch it. I will say I think because I, I remember watching Mark for Death as a kid with Steven Seagal. I was a big Steven Seagal fan, and don't judge me for that. <laughs> but I almost did. I almost. <laughs> in some of the movies, <laughs> he would be fighting. Like Jamaicans, yeah. and they would be doing like certain ceremonies to try to get back at him. Mm-hmm. And I was never allowed to watch that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it was deemed to be mm-hmm. demonic. Yeah. But then I also remember, you know, learning about Santeria and voodoo, and mm-hmm. that also being presented as like demonic. Mm-hmm. And I remember every person that I spoke to that was Haitian mm-hmm. always made it seem as if like voodoo was like the realest shit ever and is dangerous and mm-hmm. got to be played with. And they weren't saying it. And I said, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to scare you, but this yeah, shit is yeah. real. And you said the same thing too. Yeah. And I feel like it's one of those things where I feel like it's not that I'm curious to find out how real it could get. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes it may be like a self fulfilling prophecy where mm-hmm. I feel like there's people that are just scumbags that will call on that. Type Absolutely. Of stuff, yeah, of course. And then shit play out and they Absolutely. blame that. You, a, you think like the, the Clinton Foundation is in Haiti. How you think these people don't have their own witch doctors? Who the cleanse? Yeah, you think like that's what I'm saying. Like the people, the, these superpowers, Britain, you know, um, France, they've been practicing magic too. Harry Potter and shit. That's that's all them. That's all mm-hmm. Wicca and them. You know what I mean? And it's like what's Wicca? Well, it's Wiccans? like with like Wiccans, like witchcraft. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's magic, that's magic. them. Like, and it's and it's magic is not new. White people got their own version too. It's just. I think it, with black people just getting comfortable with the idea that we have multi, that we're multi-dimensional, mm-hmm. that like, yo, you're actually far bigger. And guess what? Your connection to these things is actually really mm-hmm. fucking strong. You know what I'm saying? And then when you tap into what I, what I, what I felt when I was watching black, Beyonce is calling you. Yes. Come and learn about your roots. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to learn about it from her, but like be open to yeah. what you're saying and like even the the record that she released on um, black parade yeah you know if you listen to that don't yeah. let she is talking some black yeah. shit and yeah. she is telling you 
go be black. Yeah. Go go yeah. go and be black. Yeah. You know? That's and dope. and and I think it's important to to have those kinds of connections, you know, to 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 spirits and to speak on the ancestral thing like for years my my dad's family we go every year to the um cemetery mm-hmm. to put flowers at my grandma and my aunt my grandfather's grave. And so as a young kid, I grew up riding my bicycle around yeah. the cemetery. Yeah. We eat, we have food, and like this was like something I look forward to. Mm-hmm. And when I would tell people, they would look at me like I was crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. like, yeah, like why? And I'm like, well, no, you go, we pray. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it was there was a level of appreciation there. And then my aunt died before I was even born. She yeah. died a year before that. But like I have a connection. Like I go and I pray yeah. over her grave. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, and it wasn't until I went to Asia yeah. that I realized. Oh, like that makes sense. Praying yeah. to your ancestors, yeah. going and visiting them, and had them having such an impact on you that it made me. I started when I pray in the like you know not all the time, but a lot of times I'll pray to like my different grandparents speak mm-hmm. like ask for help, like, yeah. call their names yeah. to pray to be over me mm-hmm. and to watch over me, and I think that's important because again. You know, you you have your parents, you have expectations. I think mm-hmm. an expectation of an ancestor knowing that you are doing this for them and all the work that they put in on this earth. Mm-hmm. And that connection is going to also drive you. Like mm-hmm. you should, you know, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, connect, be it's connected. A, it's, it's, all, all, it's, a, it's all connected. Like for me, I like, I, I do my best to, um, I, I had the privilege of growing up with very, with very like, uh, spiritual parents. So my mother never hid voodoo for me. Mm-hmm. And even though it was a lot of fear in it, it was like, people are going to take your things. And it was like, <laughs> what things? Like, <laughs> I was like, why? Why? Somebody's going to do what? I don't want to go. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and it's real shit what mm-hmm. she's giving you. But at the same time, my mother is very much like people, we shouldn't hide, you know, the fact that you, you, you have this belief system. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody ever celebrates anything in my house, we build altars for everything, mm-hmm. you know, at birthdays, we build altars, things we mm-hmm. build altars. Mm-hmm. And when I, and it, I've taken it into my friend groups too. Mm-hmm. If it's someone's birthday, we do not eat that first slice of cake. You do not drink that first mm-hmm. cup poured because that's for the people who are not here mm-hmm. in the physical mm-hmm. that got set, mm-hmm. that gets sets out for them first. Mm-hmm. And then like mm-hmm. we line our table with drinks, like, you know, like we mm-hmm. just, you know, and so it's, when, but it's symbol. It's the it's symbolic. symbolic. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's and we and there is a system. If you believe that like energy cannot be destroyed, then where do these people go? go right. right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so you, one thing to understand is that it's give and take. It's all balance. Like you can call on your ancestors all day if you like, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to also remember that you one day is going to be an ancestor, and you want and to you, give. You mm-hmm. need to be someone that mm-hmm. your 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 project your 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 descendants can call on. Mm-hmm. What did you do that they mm-hmm. want to call on you? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then even with this whole ancestral thing, some of your ancestors, they not, they not helpful, bro. (laughs) Some of your grandmothers wasn't shit. Some of your grandmothers, they, you know, you might as well call makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma helping you change that time. She not helping you. She not helping you. And so it's, and that's why I like, that's why I say there's a lot of education that needs to Mm -hmm. come with that walk because you need to understand it at the beginning and at the very end, it's still a very you thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like people can help. And when you call on certain people, there's a way you call Mm -hmm. because you don't want to call the wrong person. Like you just don't. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be like any ancestor come help me. And it's the one that don't, that Mm -hmm. just been fucking shit up for many, many, many years. (laughs) I show up. You know what's so funny about that? It's, it's very real. It's very real. I don't call on that person. You don't be no, no, calling on no, no, no. 
everybody. You know what I'm saying? And in fact, in some cases, if you depending on your own walk, you might talk back like you can't come. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The ones you want to work with you are Mm -hmm. your honorable and And benevolent ones. The ones that ascended some shit. Mm -hmm. Like they they were like, she gonna be the one to take the work for Mm -hmm. further. Mm -hmm. That's the one you need. You Mm -hmm. don't need the one that was like, man, fuck all this work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not gonna work out point. Black people out there, y'all got to stop going to Thailand and South Asia and taking pictures in front of temples mm. and then coming back and saying Beyonce's bugging. Because a lot of, like, <laughs> if you go to a Buddhist country or any country that's polytheistic, mm. meaning they pray yeah. to multiple gods, mm-hmm. how can you go to their temple, take a picture, and stand on their ground? And, and then be like, this, this, these demons, they, they're right. against God, right. they're against Jesus. Right. right. And it's just like a lot of countries that were you know, subjugated or conquered or went through some type of cultural shift, largely maintained their culture, their culture mm-hmm. and their identity, right? Like they shot the noses off of our pyramids and, and yep. tried to make us believe that we were lesser than, but they allowed a lot of other cultures to, you know, subsist and to remain. Like even in North America, it's like places like St. Louis used to be cultural yeah like that was one of the major cities like that was like the first version of like a new york yeah oh really and now best they coming out of there is nelly like when, yeah <laughs> no shots at nelly yeah, listen no listen no shots he said how you catch a stray i definitely going like traveling to the to the east definitely changed the way i thought about religion because in my head i'm just like okay if I was born in China, right, or if I was born in Japan, right. I would be practicing Shinto mm-hmm. religion. And I'm over here; these people don't seem godless to me. Right. Like right. you know, like it's right. like to me, it's just like there. It's a like religion is a vehicle to a connection with spirit. Yeah, like and no matter what religion yes. that is. And there's so I don't want to ruin Black is King, but there's a, a basically a story in there that some people felt like oh she was trying to say that, that her baby was Moses and she was sending it down. Oh, the, the baby was about uh, right. miscarriages. I yes. think yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, some people are saying that the original story of is it Moses is yeah. really about Ra the the sun, the sun god? god yeah, mm-hmm. and it's an Egyptian um, uh, fable that they mm-hmm. came and used for the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is like they take it from everything. Yeah, so, like you take from everything too. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, like I had this conversation earlier today with my cousin who is a Christian. Mm-hmm. Is that okay. the one that don't like shrimp or shrimp no. eaters? No. Okay. <laughs> But like, she, but I, I, and I, and I'm grateful to be able to have these kind of conversations with her, you know. And I was just like, well, you know, give me your understanding of like, of like, you know, ancestral worship. She's like, all these people are dead; they can't do anything for you. Jesus, Duh. I was like, period. Okay, <laughs> heard you. No, and you know what I love about her conviction is that it proves something to me. It proves that people can be better, made better by their own belief system. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really doesn't matter if you're calling God, the universe, this, that. Mm-hmm. Are you a better person as a result mm-hmm, of doing that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like if that if that is the case, then, then we really don't need mm-hmm. to fight over what exactly. you do or what I do. You know what That's I'm saying? That's such an important point because a lot of the goons and goblins in my family, once they became Muslim or, you know, Jehovah Witnesses or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yo, they're completely different people. Right. And I'm just like, yo, that's honorable. Yeah. Right? Because these people have now latched onto a belief system that makes them a better person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's 
a good part about religion mm-hmm. is that when you can take it from being judgy and yes. you can actually build and value for yourself and right. hold yourself accountable. Because really, for me, what religion is about is holding yourself accountable, mm-hmm. right? It's not about judging person on the street. Because I've, right. I've seen people walk out of church and then walk past the homeless guy mm-hmm. and get into a Benz. Mm-hmm. And for me, mm-hmm. it's not that the person coming out of church owes the homeless guy anything Mm -hmm. but if you were really living Mm -hmm. you know your value system right you would at least offer that man a kind word right Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like you won't even look at this person because you think he's lesser than right Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i think in that instance like i definitely agree that i think there's some people that are like i don't even call anybody like overly religious or like whatever i think if it's like if a person chooses to live their life in a way that they think is virtuous and they Mm -hmm. become a better person because they believe in a certain sect of Christianity or Islam or Judaism or whatever religion they choose to subscribe to, or even if they choose to just like, um, you know, say that I'm going to study these books and become like a scholar of religion. Yeah. That's Cause I've never met an atheist that I thought was like the most virtuous person in the right. world. I've never met anybody mm-hmm. that said that they don't believe in a higher power that had their life in order. Never. Yeah. I've never met anybody <laughs> Shout out to my atheist that I know is not like a personal shot at you. Yeah. You can call me to talk about it or whatever. But I feel like nobody that told me that they're atheist or uh, agnostic or anything yeah. along those lines was somebody that I felt was like... And I got close friends that are yeah. like talking like that. That's going to hate us. And then you know we'll probably have a, have a, have a conversation. <laughs> have to have a moment. It's right. Fine. But um, like they don't have their shit all the way together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, because the gag is nobody does, and like it's just you know it's I think it's it's <laughs> I think it's just it's, all right. We know we welcomed you in here, right? Spirit. The spirits are in here trying to talk to us. We was just trying to inform the people. We didn't tell right, you right. to come. All right, Pardon us. Stay at the door. Respectfully. The respectfully. Door. respectfully. <laughs> no, but all in all, I'm gonna watch Black is King. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the resurgence of just black spirituality Mm -hmm. it is a powerful conduit and these white people know more about it than we do Mm -hmm. because we're too busy being scared so Mm -hmm. shout out to Beyonce for elevating that but be responsible consumers of her art Mm -hmm. please so you don't have spirits in the studio like we do (laughs) but also make sure you listen to all the little Toy Lucky albums while you're doing that as well Um, so my parting words I was going to say something really crazy but I um, realized that I don't want to say anything crazy because I always get told that I, I <laughs> sometimes have parting words that aren't the most uh, uplifting. Oh, really? Yeah. Who told you that? Was it in the comment section somewhere? Nah. My wife and all that. Be oh, okay. Your yeah. <laughs> wife and all that. Got it. Because I, I had a post on IG earlier that I was going to use as my uh, parting words. I'm not going to put it out. In the episode, but I will say that um, <laughs> black men be men, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, no deadbeat dads, be honorable men, right? Like, uplift your women, um, and hold like it's it's okay to hold women accountable without you know bashing them at the same time. Mm-hmm. So just like be that, and also be honorable to yourself too, man. I'm tired of men doing things to like impress other men mm-hmm. it's okay to drink froze in the summer if you want to <laughs> you know what i mean drink, have some froze man put away that felony water aka that henny man 
The Flint, the Flint water. water. <laughs> Same difference. They both brown. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Same difference. Um, okay, so uh, uh, parting words. I will say, okay, really, I'm going to truncate two, thif- two different things. The first is I want us all to take a moment to, to just sit with yourself to figure out if you're grieving anything um, and what that looks like. Uh, there is just a lot of loss, a lot of like shake things are shaking up, a lot of fear, a lot of, and you can grieve like the loss of control. Mm-hmm. You can grieve those things. And I don't think a lot of us, uh, realize that we're actively grieving mm-hmm. a lot right now. So I feel like uh, I just want to give per- people, per- as I give myself permission to just grieve a lot of things, I want us all to give ourselves permission to just grieve a lot of things. Even just sitting, mm-hmm. being like, yo, you know what? I might be grieving, bro. Grieving your summer. Yeah, I'm grieving like, my summer, like, your like job, job right. your, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of things. Um, and the second piece is that when you pray, and I do have um, mixed feelings about the word pray, but that's because, you know, I'm mm-hmm. into language. Mm-hmm. Um and it's another one, P-R-E versus P-R-A-Y, P-R-E-Y, pray, pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing for me. So I, so sometimes I feel a little weird about it. But I wanted to say that um, uh, when you, just a tip, I, when I am praying, right, all things considered, when I'm praying, I do not pray outward. Um, and I, I don't know if that anyone else would find it helpful. I pray as though God's sitting in mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. heart space. Mm-hmm. So I pray down. I don't pray up. And so I just kind of, I find it to be a little um, more expansive, mm-hmm. a, a, a way more intimate connection when I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I do that is that I'll place usually my right hand over my heart space and then my left hand over my womb. Mm-hmm. And fellas, you can still do it. You know, even we got no wounds. <laughs> Shut up. Um, you know, I'll like your balls. Right. Well, your solar plexus is still there. You know, um, the chakra system don't change because you because you ain't got no room. But like, Jesse said, hold my balls. So I'm gonna hold my I cannot. I just meant that's your life source is there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, like, um, just when you just consider if it if it resonates with you. You know, instead of praying to a, a God that is like somewhere in a cloud, mm-hmm. you know, if you believe that you're made of that same God's rest, then you should pray inward. No, it so. makes total sense. But I think people have this need to feel like things are bigger than them. Yeah. So that's probably where the, the, the disconnect You have comes to look from. outside yeah. of yourself. But it's if God you practice it, you're you like, hold, that's what I said when mm-hmm. I mean it feels expansive. Because mm-hmm. when you start talking to you, you be like, holy shit, bitch, there's mad room in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, so I just I just invite you guys to do both of that. You know, mm-hmm. assess where you're grieving and let that shit mm-hmm. be. Um, and then also, you know, if you're gonna pray or engage in prayer, mm-hmm. to do it inward versus outward. Mm-hmm. So that just I didn't know what I was gonna say when it came to me, but that just you ignite, you triggered in Ooh, me. You lit the flame. You, go, Ooh, you know, go. I passed the um, torch. Guys, I don't know if we discussed. I don't think we discussed. I've recently become a plant mom. Yes, plant mom, welcome. And it's really changed my life. Yes, I have about three, about four plants in my home, in the house, and I've actually started gardening outside. Be able to do that. I've got some time. You know that. Yeah. (laughs) I want, I want cucumbers if you ever grow any. I missed it. What is something that? about queen? Welfare, uh, no, no, welfare queen. Welfare queen? <laughs> you got four plants with, with no daddy? Oh, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Just I can't. kidding. Just kidding. I can't. I can't. That was a good one. That was a good one. But yeah, like, like as, as, speaking inward, 
Somebody has suggested naming one of the plants after myself. Yes. So when I groom it, I'm like talking to myself. Yes. So I have this really big palm. It's a majesty palm. Okay, it's period. It's really tall. And I'm just like, you know, I, like, I remembered like like I was clipping the ends, the dead ends. And I was like, oh my God, I got to get my hair done. Right. And I like, it really, I was like, Erica, we are going to clip your hands. I am so period. sorry. Oh, period. Right. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's, it's a very good way to like assess yes. what you're doing for yourself. Like I'm doing this for the plant so yep. I should be doing that for myself yep. and even just like taking care of things it brings I don't know somewhat of like a nurturing a conscientiousness yep. about yep. things like I have a schedule I get up I make sure I have to water my plants because mm-hmm. if I don't water them they're gonna die yeah so like I it, ripped, it just, all, ripped all my, my office plants because I ain't been in the office in, yeah dang <laughs> in a I lost a couple succulents um you know just but, being yeah. around but yeah so I would I would encourage you that works. I have plants. a Stephanie yeah. plant too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, see, I do. It's, it's very smart. Name, name plant. one of your plants after yourself. Yeah. I'm gonna go water mine because I, I I probably haven't watered the plants in a couple of months. But my four plants. But um, make sure y'all go to stereobros.com forward slash shop and cop some merch. Mm-hmm. Follow us on the, the IG and the Twitters stereo underscore bros. Over and out. No matter where we face, we must face a moment of truth, baby.